0: Welcome to the Tom the Trainer Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Wooland. This podcast is for frustrated men and women who think they've tried everything to lose body fat and aren't willing to give up on their fitness goals. I'm gonna give you clear, actionable steps to cut through all the bullshit in the industry, focus on what actually works, and dominate every aspect of your life. Now let's get into today's episode. This episode is actually a replay from one of my group coaching calls that I provide to my coaching clients. At the time, everybody felt as though they were in a good spot because we normally do host a QA and a during these calls, but every felt, everybody felt like they had everything under control. So I wanted to add additional value and I came up with an on-the-spot training on how to deal with injuries so that you can stay consistent and not have to take time off every time you have a little bit of a bump and bruise, if that's the appropriate approach. Now, when it comes to my one-to-one coaching clients, I provide help one-to-one help with overcoming or rehabbing to some degree injuries, so long as they're within my realm and my scope. And if you want to work with a coach who gives clients everything they need to succeed and provides exceptional value, shoot me a message on my Instagram at Tom, the trainer fitness or Facebook Tom trainer. And I will provide the links to those in the description of this episode. Awesome. So the the purpose of the training, again, just to reiterate, is how to deal with injuries, when to work through them, when to work around them, and when to take time off, okay? And the programs that we run are tried and tested. Like, they work. They've worked with hundreds of people. But there's a difference between programming and coaching, right? Programming, in my opinion, is for computers and coaching is for people. Okay, And I want to empower you on you, you members of the team with how to think like your coach. Obviously, you can just reach out for questions, you know, as 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 you have. Um, But I want you to give you a thought process surrounding exercise selections. Aggravating bumps and bruises that we all go through in life. Hence, like my elbows that were bothering me for a little bit. And how to deal with them appropriately. Okay. So, I like to categorize working through injuries in those three categories that I mentioned. is like when to work through them. And working through them to me means... I feel a little bit of pain but it's very minor and it happens maybe during the workout a little bit. It's not sharp pain. It's just a little it's a little bit there. But it's usually gone within 24 hours. Okay? <clears throat> if it's gone within 24 hours then I would say you would want to work through that because continuing to challenge those joints, generally our injuries come from joints. It's rare that our injuries are going to come from muscu- muscle because uh, we're not power and pro bodybuilders. We're not tearing biceps and pecs. So generally it's, it's, uh, it's joints. When we provide a training stimulus to our muscle, it creates a little bit of damage and then our body responds to that damage that's created and it repairs and it repairs stronger, okay? The same thing happens with our joints. And an injury, a true injury, that would mean like you have to take time off happens. When your tissue tolerance, when your load or demand exceeds the tolerance of the tissue that you're challenging. Okay. So if your body can tolerate it, continue to work through it intelligently. You don't want it to get worse, but you want to try to continue to challenge those ligaments or joints a little bit, to have them repair and become stronger. Okay, Does that all make sense so far as um, working through an injury? Maybe just send me a thumbs up in the chat. Okay, awesome. So, another part of working through an injury means modifying the exercise so that it doesn't over aggravate okay so um for example in the onboarding process um some of us on the call are going through the onboarding process and learning the movements and some of us on the call have already gone through it in the onboarding process you will see variations of exercises that regress, make the exercises easier until you get to the full progression of like the most difficult variation of that exercise. So if for example, you're doing a squat and you're doing a squat and your knees bother you because your knees, maybe maybe your squat's in narrow stance. And with a narrow stance, your knees have to travel forward and you have to have really good mobility in your hips and your
1: ankles.
0: (laughs) So maybe the way to work, like, I I guess I would even say this would be around, pardon me, I'm, I'm winging this one, working around the injury would be modifying the exercise to not aggravate. And that would include things like, well, if I place my feet wider, then I don't aggravate my knee or my hip if I turn my toes out a little more I don't aggravate my hip if I put a bench behind me so that when I'm squatting I can sit down on the bench and it limits my range of motion and creates some extra support in the exercise it doesn't bother it then I'm going to make those modifications. So I want you to be empowered to know that like, even though the program says, do this exercise, if that exercise is not agreeing with you, that's not the right exercise for you. And you should try to make a similar choice. So if it's a squat, you still want to try to squat, for example and a variation of it that doesn't create the aggravation. Okay.
1: Yes, that's and part you know, of working around. And you know, I've done this as I'm a prime example here. Exactly,
0: exactly. I'm still doing
1: air squats and week six, week, week five, six. Still yep. trying to get yep. them right. You know what? And I figure if it takes me the whole 12 weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm and, <laughs> so. and 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 you just led into actually kind of like my other point about working around and through injuries sometimes being able to work through that injury means we just don't progress it with load and we work within that range that is imp- is increasing our tissue tolerance but not creating pain for as long as we need to until we can then increase a little load mm-hmm. or decrease the bench or etc. Right.
1: Yep. I haven't loaded my well sometimes with a Smith machine or something I feel more secure on like that one you showed me with the Smith machine back squat. Um, mm. I'll load only just the bar. I won't put any weight on it. Otherwise I'm just doing air squats. And even that I'll put a bench under. Yep. And it's because I don't trust my
0: hip. Yeah. And that's, and that's perfect, right? Um, that's a perfect way to go about it. And you're a prime example, Debbie, of how, you know, some people would be like, I have an aggravated hip or I have, you're, you're okay if I disclose your condition condition with the hip. I want to make sure before I do so. Me? Yep. Okay, yeah, you said Debbie. Sorry, I'm dying. sorry, sorry, sorry. My fault. <laughs> Both these. I days. see D okay. and Debbie, and that's anyways. It's in my screen. So, um, so some people sometimes, if you were to go to a doctor and be like, "My hip hurts when I squat," the doctor would be like, "Well, don't squat." Yeah. Thanks, doc. Except, like, love doctors. Unfortunately, we go to them sometimes for things that are outside of their scope. They're not physiotherapists, but for some reason society has been led to go to them for like joint and soft tissue injuries and all they can do is give you a prescription to minimize the negative feelings that you have from that injury and then they tell you to stop doing the things that aggravate it but i wish they would say diane i need you to get to a physio or i need you to get to a good physio or a good trainer who understands how to fix this issue because we don't want you to be in a wheelchair because you're not squatting you're not strengthening things and when you hit 65 you're in a wheelchair because like you literally lost that function in your hip so you've you're working around them and over time we're building tissue tolerance right yeah
1: and in conjunction i'll be going to a doctor who's sports med so who i know well and trust that he's not going to just tell me not to Do things. (laughs) Exactly. If I need to go to, you call them physios. We call them physical therapists here. (laughs) Yep. Then I will. I will. I'll go to a PT also if I need to, whatever it takes. I don't want to lose that functionality. So I know exactly what you're saying.
0: Yep. Exactly. And then, like, another thing as well is load. In my opinion, like, load is not just weight on the bar. Load can be considered time under tension. Mm. So maybe your program says to do 15 reps, but your hip or knee or ankle or whatever leads to a condition where like, I could do about 12 and then it starts to hurt. Well, listen to your body and do 12 and then just try to do 13 next time. to Try to do 14 next time so that we're still progressing, right? right.
1: Yeah, I think people forget um, progressing can mean reps timer detention and and load right it's three different correct. ways right or even more i don't know
0: correct yeah and what i find a lot of people overlook and especially like trainers overlook in my opinion uh and I, i'm fortunate to have taken a lot of certifications mm-hmm. progression is also decreasing stability so putting a bench under your butt for a squat increases stability in the bottom Well, now you can take away the bench and Mm -hmm. maybe you don't go in increase in reps. You just took away the stability and taking away the stability is a progression. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. Also, the distance that we travel. Right. So, for example, this is a full range bicep curl. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I was doing a bicep curl today that fully contracted the bicep. And the way that the machine was set up was um, when I got to about here, the way that the machine was set up and the way that I was operating it, I could, when I got to about there, I could really feel that in my elbow. Mm -hmm. Well, I just cut the range of motion to here. Mm -hmm. Right. So the distance that we travel, the distance that the joint travels under load is also a way to progress. Yeah. That makes sense. So those are concepts behind working through and around. I would say working through is more so um, limiting distance, increasing stability, decreasing load, decreasing reps, and then aiming to progress over time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I would say working around is finding similar variations of the exercise that don't aggravate. That's working around the injury. Okay. Another way to but work that, around for these, an
1: example of that would be like with a squat. What would a work-around exercise
0: be? Yeah. So so maybe maybe the uh, maybe the squat says it's uh, a narrow stance to hit quads, right? But you widen out your stance, and it's still a squat, and you're working around it by changing the positioning of the squat a little bit. Um, what was the other thing that I was going to say? Sorry, I interrupted your thought. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I actually really enjoyed this, this, this particular coaching session just because it's like very interactive. Um, so another thing, I guess I would say of like working around would be for me leading up to my back where the back put me, my back tweak said like, no more buddy for a week. I just stopped doing bicep curls and tricep extensions uh yeah. i didn't and if they were at the end of my program and that was really flaring my elbows it just didn't do them
1: yeah right. so that's why i asked in particular i was thinking of there have been times i have just not wanted to deal with the squat at all and substituted it so i would go and either do like leg curl or extension machine or something like that that would work some yep. of the same some of the same muscles but it's not like a squat right Correct. so would that be an example of a workaround or a complete substitution
0: <laughs> a complete I, I would call that working around because you're still working the muscles yeah. um, but to think of thought process there is a training in the membership site on how to make exercise substitutions as well That kind of goes really well with this. Um, So everybody on the call, if you watch it afterwards, um, two new members on the team, you're going to have access to that after the onboarding call. Um, So you won't see those right yet in the membership site. Just focus on your onboarding for now. Um, But for you, Diane, like you can look at that.
1: Yeah, I have looked at it. And in the gym, I've substituted through the app. So when you're following through your program in the gym, I'll just hit substitute an exercise, and it brings up. I love it. It brings up all those different subs that mm-hmm. you can choose. And sometimes mm-hmm. I've actually had to do that because machines were busy. Yep, perfect. So sometimes we work through our workout, and things are busy in the gym, and you just want to sub because of that reason. That's been real cool too to have that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I guess then that's a really good point of like the work around and subbing exercises. Mm-hmm when i look at when i'm making an exercise substitution i try to keep the exercise as similar as possible based upon the abilities of either the individual that i'm training in the moment or myself mm-hmm. and as as online clients you would be applying this to yourself so say for example we have squats and you have a barbell squat okay well maybe not doing a barbell squat maybe doing a goblet squat works for you now nah, the goblet squat doesn't work okay well. Maybe i'm going to do an air squat have air squat doesn't quite work okay well maybe i'm going to do a leg press because of the machines it probably replicates the positioning of my squat most. And then if that didn't work or that wasn't a comfortable thing, then yeah, absolutely. I would say the next thing for that would probably be like a leg extension, leg curl Mm superset. So the more similar you can keep the exercise, Mm -hmm. the better. Yeah, Um, and it it looks like in the
1: app, it does that for you. When you sub a specific exercise, it brings up those that are similar to that exercise, right?
0: Mm Yeah, yeah, awesome.
1: that, that's the really cool part about that app.
0: Yeah, yeah, one of them. Absolutely. Um, so now, obviously, there's we've we've covered working through and working around. I want to make sure everybody feels comfortable with the thought process surrounding working through and working around. Mm-hmm. Um, unless we have any other questions surrounding working through or working around, before I move into uh, time off right yeah
1: i feel comfortable
0: yeah okay yep so i'm off is like i'm trying to work around and it just isn't going well or um my level of discomfort is not aggravated it's pain you know what i mean It's like pain that happens when I'm doing the exercise. It's pain that happens after the exercise. It's pain that's lasting like 36, 24 to 36 hours after the exercise is like, that's no bueno. That's, that's no good. That's when you would probably look at like avoiding completely to allow for the aggravation and the sensitivity to come down. Before reintroducing that variant of an exercise at a regression. Okay. So like if we have an upper body injury, for example, you know, maybe it's a shoulder, for example. And it's like my body is telling me that like this shoulder does not want to do any loading. Okay, great. Let's not load it. Your workouts have lower body exercises. Okay. Let's do our lower body exercises let's avoid the upper body right and allow for that to come down before we reintroduce regressions to get back to normal and that's all rehab is rehab is uh progression increased tissue tolerance sorry regression increased tissue tolerance uh progression good uh good better or worse good or better. Great. I'm I, like, I can do that worse. I'm not ready for that. And mm-hmm. I go back. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, and also like, if, for example, if for example, like Diane right now, you're on the frequency method, which is full body workouts. But mm-hmm. if you came into something where you were at a point where time off was necessary, you message me and I would put you on explode and grow where you go upper, lower, upper, lower, and you take off the lower days. Right.
1: Right. I've been on before I started working with you and was just doing my own thing. I was on a split, like an upper, lower, full body, three day a week split. Um, And I remember like a year and a half ago, two and a half, whatever, two years ago now I broke three ribs. I fell on a hiking trail, broke three ribs. If you've ever had a broken rib, (laughs) it is horrendous pain three ribs and one of them was displaced so I was off for like six weeks couldn't do anything really upper I mean body so it's exactly what you're talking about I just did my lower body Mm -hmm. walking you just do what you have to do and you just don't that I guess broken ribs is just like a fracture or anything like that major you would obviously
0: be off that's going to that's going to lead to like time off. Like that was, it time was a off. full six weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I broke my ribs twice in a six month period. I broke, I, I was bench pressing back in my younger, less intelligent days, I'll call it. Uh, and I was actually, it was when I was a new PT uh, and I was bench pressing close grip to try to hit triceps more. And as we know from the onboarding is like to create stability in our shoulders, we want to externally rotate. Well, I got to the top of the exercise and I was getting tired. When I got to the top of the exercise, I flared my elbows out. And I was doing a suicide grip where I wasn't holding the bar. Cause it's just awkward when you're that close. Oh, did you drop a weight? And I had 150 pounds on the bar and I externally mm-hmm. rotated to stabilize my shoulders with my hands completely my arms completely extended externally rotated and the bar came out of my hands and landed on my rib cage oh my god at the time i kept training and it got worse and worse and worse oh that's awful listen to your body tom right (laughs) i'm teaching you from experience Got worse and worse and worse. And then I went to the manager at Good Life Fitness because I was working there and I was like, I think I need to go to the hospital. I, I, I crushed my ribs and it's getting really bad. I was off for a better, like close to six months. It was a bad break and it was all my ribs. It was bad. And then just when I was getting back to the point where I was starting to be able to train again, because I took time off entirely. I was building my career as a pt so i wasn't able to rest as much as i probably wanted to to recover from the injury quickly i was like it's make it or break it time when you're starting a career in personal Mm -hmm. training and how how often you're at the gym and who you're training dictates whether you make it or not so i wasn't willing to take the time off to fully recover and it took a long time for me to heal and then, just as I was about to heal again, I slipped and fell and landed on the stairs. and when I flipped and slipped and fell and landed on the stairs, my arm went into my ribs and rebroke them. So I was off for almost an entire year because so you the- rebroke the same ribs, yeah, same. Side. yeah, that's awful.
1: Oh, that's awful. So you know you know what it's like. I swear there are times I still feel it. yep, two years yep. later, if you tweak or you just move a certain way, you, oh, yep, I feel
0: that exactly. So so that's a time where it's like time off entirely. Do you know what I mean? Like for sure. That's time off entirely. And um, there's members on the team who literally tore every muscle. There's a member on the team who tore every muscle in his rotator cuff, like tore it right off. And so his he he was he's working with me for a year. Well, we just put his training on hold until he's ready to come back. And I just keep touching base with him to be like, How are you doing? And how's your physio? And I've referred him to a great physio because The the right thing to do at that time is complete time off. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. We want that to be a last measure because consistency is what equals success when it comes to fitness and health. So we want that to be a last measure. But I think it's also important to listen to our body and take time off for a short period of time quickly if that's the necessary thing to do, i.e. my back. Years ago, with my back, because I had a very bad back injury and I suffered through it for the better part of a decade. Years ago, I would have been of the mindset of like, Macho Man, I can handle this. I'm going to keep doing my workouts. I'm going to go into work. It's fine. I'm a Macho Man. I got it. Well, I probably would have been not able to train. I probably'd still be in pain. It probably would have taken me six weeks to get over my back injury. But instead, I was like, no, shut it down, laid on the couch for four days introduced walking went to Canada's Wonderland with my family that was okay okay great now let's get back into the gym I did push for a day I did pull for a day then I tried legs and when I tried legs I was very selective in the exercises I used because they offered support on my low back Mm -hmm. so that's and oftentimes you'll come out the other end quicker
1: if you right if you take that downtime on the front end versus pushing through, pushing through, and you've drug it out then to whatever length of time that might
0: exactly. not doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that's, um, and obviously you, you all have me to rely upon for advice and guidance and, you know, like things like this come up, obviously you can book calls and or you can make it to these calls and we can cover it in the Q&A, But I think, like, if I empower you to think like me, my goal for all of you, it's like that whole, like, teach him, uh, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, Mm -hmm. teach a man to fish and he'll eat for his lifetime. Mm -hmm. My goal as your coach is to, like, empower you to, like, literally be like, I have been so educated by Tom that I know what to do, when to do it, and I got Mm -hmm. this. And if you stay with me, like, I've had clients who have stayed with, like, I've had clients who worked with me for three years. They work with me for three years because they, we have a good relationship. They love the support. They know what they, they, if they had to, they know what they need to do and they pro and they have less support from me. We do less calls and those kinds of things, but they still love the service so much that they stay on. Mm -hmm. Well, to me, if I can empower you to stay on as a client to work with me because you love the service so much and I've given you so much value from it, That I kind of worked myself out of a client, but you chose to stay because I gave you that much value in your coaching. That's the only business model I ever need to be successful. Genuinely help people and care about them. And that's all I need to do. And that's all I've ever needed to do. So that's why instead of like holding this back from everybody and being like, well, if they get injured, they might need me. It's like, here you go. You know what to do now, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's cool. because you're ethical. that's the ethical
0: way to be. <laughs> yeah, like I, and I genuinely care about all of you. like I genu- yeah. and that's why I go through the process I go through before I take on a client. Yeah, is it because I'm sure I, it's the right fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I never want to take on a client that um, I'm gonna care more about their goals than they do is a big part of it too, right? So so that's um, that's injuries how to work through around and when to take time off. Everybody find that really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Okay. Great. Well, everybody's got 15 extra minutes back in their day. I'm mm-hmm. going to post this in the membership site so you can watch it again later if you ever need to. Okay. And I hope everybody oh, has good. an amazing weekend.
1: You too, Tom. Thanks a lot. You too. Okay.
0: Take care. Thanks everyone for showing to the call. I appreciate it.
1: Bye. Bye Debbie and Ray. Bye. bye.
0: See you. Bye bye. So, there you have it. That's a comprehensive thought process on how to deal with injuries so that you can stay consistent and get to your fitness goals. Again, if you want to work with a coach who provides their clients with everything they need to succeed and provides exceptional value to make sure that they can not only get to their fitness goals, but think in a way that will allow for them to have long-term success, message me the word coaching on Instagram at TomTheTrainerFitness or Facebook at TomTrainer. And again, the links to those social media platforms and my profiles are in the description of the episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you found today's episode valuable, please give me a five-star review and share it on your social media so I can have an even bigger impact. And if you want more information on how I can help you lose 15 to 52 pounds of body fat in 12 weeks, send me a message that says coaching to my Instagram at TomTheTrainerFitness.